Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. I'm Shanae. And we usually start off talking about our weekend, but I'll actually save that for later because this is a special edition about college and HBCUs and all of that. So since this weekend was our homecoming, it'll kind of feed into the discussion. So we'll actually come back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you want to start off with the media for the week? I mean, the current events for the week, my bad. Oh, we don't. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had some. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's, I thought you had like what? It's been a really. My voice is actually a little. Horse. Yeah. It's been a really long week for me, so I'm not as fresh, but I'm going to just give you some high-level highlights <laughs> that I perused today. <laughs> so, first of all, Tony Braxton was hos- what is it, hos- hospitalized yep. <laughs> um, yesterday. She's released and she's fine. So, we're going to pray for her yes. because she, she has lupus. Right. And I don't know too much about the disease, but I do know it you know, it affects your immune system and um it can get fatal. So we pray right. for her. Um and we support anyone who has lupus. Secondly, we want to send prayers to Tyson Gay's family. I feel like the news is depressing. His daughter was shot. She was fifteen years oh, old. Oh gosh. Shot at a restaurant. Um it doesn't seem like it was on purpose, but that story's still developing. But you know, she was only fifteen, so that's just really unfortunate that that happened. Right. Um, so there's a lot of stuff about Trump. I'm going to just do this briefly. I don't really want to talk about him. <laughs> but as we know, the footage came out of him talking about how, you know, he can just grab someone's hoot nanny. Yeah. Talking about people calling him fat and Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. He called little John, Uncle Tom. Like, it's just all this stuff is coming out. Yeah. And now he's saying that, like, this is staged. This is to ruin his polls and da 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 da. First of all, it's not. It is calculated. Yeah. Whether it's by Hilly or whoever else, and touche. It is what it is. That you knew what you was getting into. Like right. this is a presidential race. You know, exactly. all the dirt from your past is gonna come exactly. up. Exactly. Just like you wanted to question Obama about where he was born when, during his race. So don't say that it's, it's calculated because of course it's calculated because it you did the same thing. And it's affecting your polls as it should and, right. and that's why they're releasing it. And it's public knowledge first of all. So it's not like they're really digging your past. You were doing public interviews saying this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, yes, it's calculated and oh well. That's just how it goes. Right. Um, and just as we get closer... I mean, we're. I think we're at the point where we're past registering for Maryland, but check out for other states. I still think it's important to vote, and honestly, people forget that when you're voting that day, it's not just for the president; it's local. If anything, go vote just to make sure you're doing your local. And that's what I also I was gonna say is I think um, like the presidential election, of course, like everyone, that's what everyone talk about. But please, still make sure you're informed about. Your local candidates because that, I really feel like people aren't and they get to the polls and they're like, oh, and they just I don't even know who right they either don't or they just pick random names or they pick up with their party lines, which right. isn't also always the best for yeah, them. Absolutely, and to be clear, like granted, you know the president, whoever's president, will affect us, but local government impacts you a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of cushion in between. The president and us. Right. So it's just really important to be informed. Make sure you know what these candidates' policies are. Right. Things that they want to do in your state and community and and vote. And it also helps support whoever if you vote for president. It supports whoever you're going to vote for her president. Because I know that was a problem with, you know, a couple past presidents. But specifically since it's our most recent with Obama because people voted for him. Like, yes, he won. But then people didn't vote in the local candidates right. that would support him. So things that everybody wanted him to get through, he couldn't get through because he didn't have other that support. Right. So it's like, it, especially to, it, like, for example, for Hillary, if she would be the first woman president, you already know she's going to have a lot of people pushing against anything that she wants to put through. So make sure that you're, like, reading up on our local candidates and who they support and making sure that they will be in alignment with whoever that if you are if you are going to vote for president, they're in alignment with their values and opinions and their stances. 
And I also just encourage just an overall understanding of government. Because I think, yes. mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even lie. Sometimes I'm on Twitter, says I was on Facebook, and I see certain statuses and tweets, and I'm like, you know that's not allowed. Or you know that's not even how it works. Right. So it's like, I really just want people to understand American government. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we took it freshman year of high school or I, I think it anyway, might have been freshman year. Yeah. Go back and, and look it up. I get it. It's been a while. Maybe you need to refresh it because some of the stuff y'all talking about doesn't even exist. And you know That's what? not even how it works. Now that we're talking about that, I, like, I just thought about it again that, like, we learned that freshman year of high school when we're, like, what, 12 or 13? 14, and, 13, 14. Yeah, something like that. And you don't even actually vote until you're 18. It should be given again or given. Like senior to, I don't year. Know. Because sometimes, like most people are not going to go back and go over those things. I just thought about Unless that. Unless you're like interested in like political science or yeah. something like that. So I that feel should like be changed. That's the issue because it's like people say whatever and it's like that's not even how it works. And right. I think people need to understand the actual rules that have in place. Whether mm-hmm. you like them or not, just understanding that. This is the law, or this is the policy. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is the structure. Right. So, so that was pretty much it. It's, it's really light today, but we have a meaty topic. topic yeah. So, I, I'll be back next week with you know. <laughs> so, fresh what's our would you rather question for the week? And I just want to say that it's very dirty. So, Lord. it is, but. This is really gross. Ugh. Okay. Last time you said it was gross, it wasn't gross to me. So I feel like this is gross. So, <laughs> would you rather swallow cum that tastes like piss or have your partner actually piss on you? I think that's nasty. <laughs> um, hmm. I want to piss on you. Okay. Maybe think of Dave Chappelle. Lord. It made me think of that. Um, exactly. I'm gonna go with. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You guys, I want I want you guys to answer this too because this is actually this a hard nasty. one. This is like hard. What? Um, I'm going to go with swallowing the cum. Okay. All right. And I don't even have a reason why. It's just, just, I just, choosing. I'm just rolling the dice and we're just here. What um, are you gonna go with? Where's my thing? For some people who don't swallow, mm-hmm. couldn't you say, "Sure, I'll swallow and don't swallow"? Like, how does this work? Or do I really have to? Swallow? You actually have to do it. That's the ah, question. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, now I have to rethink it. Um, <laughs> because that. So my thought process is to the reason why I don't really have an answer why is because like okay, so. Swallowing and actually tasting it is gonna be nasty, but also is peeing on you. Like it's nasty. So that's it's what like, I said. It's just nasty. They're like equally. Um, they're very equal. So I probably would, I guess, would just swallow too, cause like, and peeing on you is a lot of mess to clean up. Well, I'm not doing that. I don't, <laughs> and I know for some people that's a sexual thing. Yeah. Don't quite understand that, cause it's like. No, don't do. I and also my thought process with showers, the tasting like is pee called. is that like, well, did you drink a lot of water that day? Because then your pee might not taste that bad. And I've never tasted pee anyway. Well, yeah, but so I'm just imagining that, that is true. If, if you're a healthy lifestyle, maybe you could right. And you know, sometimes even still, sometimes people have nasty spunk. I've heard. Well, yeah, so it it's just like don't don't diet. eat asparagus that day, please. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> so that was all. Would you rather question? So, so now we're into the topic: college yes. days. Like Sydney said, this weekend was our homecoming. Yeah. Um, this is my first homecoming since graduating in 2014. She's been back. Yeah, I, I go literally every year, and I do the whole. I was just saying this the other day. I do the whole. Thursday to Sunday thing every year and I was like next year I mean I think maybe I'll still go on Saturday but the whole Thursday to Sunday thing I think I can't yeah I can't do that anymore I'm getting too old (laughs) (laughs) so um so I guess we could just start off there because I I think tonight we want to we want to talk about homegrown we want to talk about just college life and our experience at Delaware State University, HBC Life, you know, all that type of stuff. So, as my homecoming cherry was popped as an alumni this weekend, I think it was cool. Um, I feel like it was nice seeing people because it's like, even though you feel like you see them, it's like, no, you don't. You see them on, like, social media. Mm-hmm. So, why do you feel like 
you kind of know what's going on with them yeah. to an extent. It's yeah. actually nice to physically see, see people, someone, hang out hugs, with them. Hey, what's up? So it was nice seeing everyone. And right. I just want to shout out to people who listen to our podcast. Yeah, was, a lot of people a, said they listen to our podcast. I so. really, thank you guys. Hornets, love you. And even like, I think, I feel like we got to tell some more people that right, didn't know. That we, exactly. But that listen, used to listen to our radio show in college. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. I did forget to go see my teachers. I do this every time I go back to Del State. I'm like, because I go on Thursday and then like Friday since... They still have school. I'm going to go like see. Like, say hello. Yeah, and I forget every single time. <laughs> like, today, like this past weekend, I literally forgot until it was, like, 5 p.m. on Friday. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're probably gone. <laughs> and so I, I still have to go up there one day and actually see some teachers that I want to say hi to. My favorite professor lives in Virginia. Mm. So she's never on campus on Fridays. Uh, okay. So, like, so you would, like, have I to would actually never take see off. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about homecoming. Like, what did we do? What did we do? So see? Thursday was the step show. I, was, I wasn't there for that. So how was that? Um, it was okay. Was it the best? No. And like, I think it, I would say that because it was only five, um, sororities and fraternities in it this year. And so like, you know, at least when there was at least eight, I feel like it's a full Monty, shebang. Yeah. Right. But it was only five. But I mean, it was good for what it was. So I will say, when we were at undergrad, step show was like the highlight, yeah. one of the big ones. Yeah. Um, and it was always lots of fun. It was always get sold out. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was sold out this year too. Because it's always sold out. Yeah. So, but then, it was just like it was because I think that was the one event we went to where it was, except for Saturday, where it was like alumni and students. Yeah. And I'm just like, gosh, these kids look young. <laughs> I felt so old. And like, I wanted to, yeah, well, I was in a kind of revealing outfit, but I wanted to cover some kids up. You weren't, you weren't, she was not in a revealing outfit. <laughs> it was cute. But I was like, ooh, what do you I have know, on? And you know what I never understood? And I'm like, it's a step show. What I like, never understood, period. The one thing I can appreciate, because we like our fashion and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes we go a little bit too hard for certain events. Because, like, the step show, like, I just don't think it's the time for, like... But then... I don't know. I had to remember undergrad. I used to buy an outfit for every night. But would you... Yeah, but, like, was it club outfit? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I get wanting a new look. Because yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. We would do, like, We spent so much money. Yeah, for that whole week. week. Yep. <laughs> but, like, you'll see girls in, like, full-blown... Like out out outfits and it's yeah. like I get wanting a new look, but chill. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be sitting most of the time anyway. Right, in dark in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> so I mean I don't get it. And that's the same like even with the fashion show. Mm-hmm. Can I say this? I don't understand mostly honestly HBCU fashion shows. It's not a fashion show. Yeah. It's more of a I would say a fashion performance. Cause I'm like, it's like y'all like a dance troupe thing, and I I'm not knocking it. I right. just be like, this y'all ain't had no clothes. And on. it's funny because okay, so I don't know. <coughs> well, some of you will know this, but one of my majors in undergrad was textiles and apparel studies. So we had to sew clothing for fashion shows. Like they couldn't do like nothing extra up the runway, no hop skips. You walk up, you walk down because you're displaying, fa- you know, the right, clothing that right. we. So there is a distinct difference between our fashion show and then like a HBCU fashion show, which we had all as well, but not within our department, like not for credit or anything. And so it's definitely more of a performance, right, like voguing. You like the clothing plays a part in that everyone is wearing similar clothing, but not in displaying like tr- what work people have put into the clothing. I would agree to that. Yeah. And, like, I know with our school, they will have, like, a section where, like, a designer comes and does it. And, like, that part, you can actually pay attention to the detail. But the rest of it, it's more about the people. It's more about the models and what they can do. It's not really about what they're wearing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I still enjoy it, but I always be like, what is this? It's just our take on fashion shows or performances, rather. I guess because I'm like such a black and white person sometimes. So for me, it's like, 
if it's a fashion show, I want a fashion show. You want a new name for I the want a new name. fashion show. I do. I want a new name. I want a new... I don't know. I want a new name. And for the record, because I don't need nobody coming hot at me. Lord. No, because I'm serious. Y'all done got us paranoid about people, people getting hot. mad at us. People get coming hot at me, okay? So I'm going to just say this. I've always enjoyed them. And if you were in one entity, limitless, whatever, that's an adult state, or anyone of the modeling troops at any school you went to, touche. I couldn't have done that. You twirl, you vogue, I enjoy it. So don't be, don't even start it. Mm. All right. I'm sorry. I had so to say that. Friday, what was Friday? The oh. concert. The oh yeah, we didn't go to the concert. We we didn't go to many of the undergrad events. We don't want to party with y'all. <laughs> um. So we just went to a bar, right? Yeah. We went to Bubba's. Yeah. If you're from Dell State or Delaware or been to Dover, you may, you may be know. <laughs> um. So I mean, that was a chill, fun environment. I was just upset. Well, I wasn't necessarily upset. I was, but more irked that it was a cash bar and they didn't say that before you come in so like you pay to get in so you're not about to leave because they have a cash bar because you already done paid to get in but like like for a person like me i don't carry cash because to me it spins faster so i didn't have anything and i just i mean i wasn't drinking anyways but if i wanted to i couldn't and I so annoyed. I like a tab. I don't want to keep fooling around if yeah. I don't want to drink. But the um, bartender, she said, because last year at homecoming, like she Who said, wasn't paying and leaving up all the. Yeah, they got basically they got robbed. Well, not robbed, robbed, but like, like they got ripped off. Yeah, that's a better way to say it. We gotta do better, guys. <laughs> Pay for your drinks. Right, come on, guys. Don't ruin it for everybody. Because now you got cash bar and it's gotta annoying. carry cash or go to the ATM and pay the surcharge. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Saturday and it's funny because I didn't I didn't think I thought everyone understood what this meant when I said I was going to be at the plots because like so Saturday um my friend was like so are you going to the game like someone that didn't go to our school and I was like no and they was like so then what are you going to do I was like oh I'm going to be on the plots and they was like huh and so I didn't realize that people that Don't didn't go to right. HBCs might Don't not understand that, that. But so Saturday we were So then say it. Cause yeah, I'm about to. Oh uh, yeah. What is the plot? <laughs> so it's a Greek plots. Um it'll be it, for our school it's the Divine Nine and the band fraternity and sorority all have plots. And so it's like outside and everybody's cooking out and DJs and music and drinking. Like it's just one big like cookout. Cookout for everybody. So Saturday we were on the plots, we were under the alumni tent. Yeah. Um Pretty much all day. Like that's kind of that's kind of how it works. Eat and drink. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that's like the main event. I saw some very attractive men. Okay. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I said. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And see, that's why I was trying to explain to people that like you don't want to be at a plus just to the nines because you in the grass. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to be attractive. <laughs> I, mean, I get it. Yeah. It's just like that's not that's not the type of environment for heels. No, definitely, absolutely like, you're not. You're gonna sink into the ground. <laughs> like, but so yeah, Saturday was cool, and then after that, we went to the alumni party. And this is where I take over for a moment. <laughs> so we go to this alumni party, and if whoever the organizers of it, I hope you're hearing. Here's my comments: whack. One word to describe that night: whack. One word to describe that party: whack. Whack. It had potential. Well, but... I don't know what. Okay, so here's the thing. It was at kind of like an event space. The yeah. space was fine and looked nice. They had a DJ. You know, people looked nice, dressed nice. But Some it just, people. Okay, you said it. <laughs> uh, the first strike for me was they say no jeans, no athletic wear. I'm up in there. I see jeans. I see athletic wear. <laughs> so if it didn't matter. Then don't put the dress up for dress down. But I'm saying enforce it or just don't have one. Because right. I was annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. Second of all, DJ was whack. I don't know. I'm sorry. It just wasn't hitting for so, me. So, funny thing. So, I was telling people about like... Because the DJ had like a drummer with them. That's his thing. I hated it. Because so I was talking to a couple people about that. And they was like, oh yeah, that's what he does. I don't like that. He takes him with them where he goes. And I was like, oh, I didn't know what was happening. I don't like that feature. <laughs> so it was like the drum. Here's the thing. He would drum so loud, sometimes you couldn't hear the but song. But live music is always going to be louder than I, 
Yeah. But I guess I just like live or not <laughs> once again. No mixture. And then the ticket stated that there was a buffet. I paid $31, including the Eventbrite fee. I didn't see a buffet. I didn't see cheese crackers, chicken wings, meatballs. I didn't see any of it. And I kind of want a partial refund. <laughs> All right, I, I just don't understand it. I didn't, I didn't put on my best shapewear, shoes that hurt, and I couldn't even get a meatball. <laughs> and so I think a combination of all those cars, like people started leaving early. We left kind of early. Everyone was just standing around like this is when. But it was a lot of people there, like, and, I and that was the crazy part of like, it all. I've seen you people. I've partied with you people. This is not what we do. Right. That's how I felt. It was like a lot of people there. To to me. Like for that space, it was a lot of people It was there. full. That's yeah. why I was like, this should be popping. And I just want to say this. And I'm sure we all have these moments when you go back to like schools. There's a time where like, I feel like I'll always speak. If I recognize you, remember you, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? We don't have to have a long conversation. But there's always those few who will stare at you in your face and not speak. Mm-hmm. And the stare isn't a, I don't know you stare. They know exactly who you are. And I feel like for you to stare at me that long, you can at least just wait. We, we don't have to embrace. We don't have to chat. But it's like, I know you know me. And I know you too. Right. So sometimes I'll say, hello. And they're like, oh. Hi. Or they'll like quickly turn. It's like, I think that's rude. <laughs> FY to the I. It doesn't hurt to say hello, people. I'm not trying to be in your business. I'm not I'm not trying to have a full-blown heart-to-heart with you. It's <laughs> annoying. And it's like, I guess I'll see you on Facebook tomorrow. Because it's like... <laughs> on Facebook tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, I guess I ain't good enough to, to speak to. Right. That's just a... So, and then, yeah, that was Saturday and then Sunday. We kind of just... Well, I know I just hung around and kind of... Just converse with people and like just chilled pretty much. I went to a farm. <laughs> yeah, Sunday was like the do what you do. It was like get breakfast and then do whatever you want kind of day. Like so. So okay, so we went to Dell State. Right. I was a hospitality and tourism management major, and you were. I was a double major in textiles and apparel studies. And public relations and advertising. She was such an overachiever in college. I don't know where it came from, guys. I was not like that in high school. I promise. She was such an overachiever. <laughs> um, so, freshman year, we were actually roommates. And I wanted to kill her. I think we told y'all that before. We did. <laughs> it, it took us a minute to get adjusted. Sweet style. We lived with... It was eight girls in that suite. Yeah. And as you can assume, it got really tense sometimes. It was the bad girls club. Oh my I mean doors were slammed. I'm sure everyone has their own like roommate nightmares. But like doors slamming, fussing and cussing, sex, noises. But then it was the it was these moments of like happiness. Where it was so fun. Mixed in where it was like we were the best of of friends and drinking maybe. Right. It was just, it was so weird. It was <laughs> like bipolar. It, it was. was. Like, we was either really vibing with each other or like somebody didn't like the front door and all hell broke loose. Like <laughs> it was just like, and it, I feel like because you're in such a small environment, sometimes anything can tick you off and you're already maybe stressed about college. And for a lot of us, it was our first time being away from home. Mm-hmm. And so I just think, I don't know, maybe I have a short fuse. I don't know. This part of the reason why I had you my actually moments. understand Bad Girls Club. Maybe not to the extent of fighting that they go to, but I do understand the throwing clothes over the banister. I'm sorry, I get it. Because, like, you go crazy with these people. <laughs> and, like, even worse, up until this season anyways... Because now they are allowed to have phones. But before, you weren't allowed to have phones. It was one computer in the house. One phone. Like, you would go crazy. I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> at least, because at least we all had phones, computers, TVs. Like, and we still went crazy. Right. And so, I can completely understand how crazy they go on Bad Girls Club. Because you are now taking... We were regular girls at that point. We weren't bad girls. But you're taking actual bad girls. We were still good. And putting them in a close quarters and yeah no i can completely understand half the stuff that they do to each other like so freshman year for me was really hard that was one of the hardest years for me 
because like I'm really close with my family mm. so it's really even though it's only two hours away it was really hard for me like mm. I used to go home all the time freshman year yeah to the point where my mother said no like she was <laughs> like I'm not coming to get you so she kind of forced me to get it mm-hmm. but freshman year was very fun I think because it was like the first stuff yeah. first homecoming first even the arguments now that I look back they're kind of funny but during the and time petty. it wasn't and I want to tell this story freshman year because I feel like we should just go over to senior year freshman year we're gonna like tell a couple stories from, from each year. year so freshman year it was homecoming and uh, the story goes some I already feel like someone Lord. tried to kill her and I don't know I don't I have no idea what she I have no idea what she's talking about so it was homecoming we lived in towers we lived in the honor suite dorms of Dell State and we have a balcony so, I don't know about y'all, but HBCUs lockdown on homecoming. <laughs> you can't handle visitation. You, I mean, it is lockdown. Right. So, she felt like she needed to be on our balcony for some odd reason to watch people. To this day, and I it's do not, not. We weren't on the first floor. because. So, I'm going to try to explain how the balcony was set up. So, like, there was a door to the outside that led to, like, the stairs to the balcony. And so, if you were trying to get somebody to sneak, that was sneaking in... The first place you would catch them is on the first floor where the door is. But she sat on our balcony, which was on the second floor. So, if anything, you would catch them coming up the steps. But if they came in on the first floor... Or if they're quiet, you won't hear them in the stairwell. So, we just didn't understand why she felt she needed to be there. So... We're chilling. Someone in the suite decides. I don't know who. I don't have no idea. That's just it. They never caught the person who might have did this. Right. Um, Move some bottles in front of the, the balcony door. Right. And maybe shifted a coffee table. Well, the, t- the table always was in the middle. And it was. Because, like, until I put my TV out there, the table always sat in the middle. That's how we just were. So, you know, everyone's in their room chilling. And she trips. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I just heard maybe oh lord and some and some noises and shuffling. And we were all asleep. And we were all asleep, but pretty much we were chilling. So you know, she got so upset and on she pulling everybody out. Um, she automatically thought it was me. I don't know why. I don't know what even gave her that vibe. She also was out to get me freshman year anyway. I don't care what anyone says. She was. So I was uh, she just knew I was guilty. But I mean we were asleep. I want to say, looking back on that, even though at times we hated each other, that night we were we came un- together. We were united. I mean, no one said nothing because we ain't know nothing. Because we didn't really know anything. I have no idea who did it. So she brought up one of her other RAs, and I felt like it was like an interrogation. They were like splitting us the up. The RD came up, right, trying to get us to rat on each other, and nothing did. So it still, to me, got pinned on me. But I did what I had to do and got out of it. And for the record, nothing happened. There was no follow-up. No one got in trouble. And to this day, she says someone tried to kill her. I don't know what she's talking about. I don't even know who did it. I think my um, favorite moment from freshman year, which is, you know, the irony, also, or no, coincidence, was another time that we came together. Uh, we We had a situation with one of our... Oh right, (laughs) and it needed to be handled. It was a squad up moment. (laughs) So like we all—it's the middle of the night. We put on boots. Like I don't know where we thought we was going, but it was so funny. We had to walk to another dorm to handle the situation. We put on boots and hoodies and stuff, and then one of our roommates grabs what was called a cardboard bat, but was actually just like you know, like the tube that you would roll a poster up in, like that's cardboard she was about to do some damage with that <laughs> and so thing. i don't know how, <laughs> what we about to, do. Done to anyone if we needed to hit somebody with it but, but we took it with us walked across campus it was in the bill we went to the bill and uh made sure that we didn't have to you know put the cardboard back to you and let me tell you <laughs> i was asleep so someone came in my room and was like it's time to go it's time to squat up I don't know what we was doing. Halfway there, then I knew what we were doing. But I just got up, put my boots on, took my sleep cap off, and said, what are we doing? I was like... She even brought... Because she wears a... Uh, what's that called? An eye cover thingy when you sleep? I know. It was still she on my head. She even brought that with her. Because I was asleep. I was like, I don't know what we're doing. 
But um, basically, it was like when something happened and we need to handle business, we handle business. <laughs> So, so we didn't have to hurt nobody that night. We didn't, but it was like another like kumbaya moment once we got back to the room. We all talked about it and and moved on. Yeah, it so, was another moment we all came together. I know. So let's move into sophomore year. We relocated to still, the village. Yeah, we still live together. So the ville is like it's like it's more like an apartment. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own rooms. It's four rooms, two bathrooms, and a kitchen. Um, so me and Shanae became best friends again. We liked each other again because we had separate rooms. <laughs> yes. And yeah. we were actually on the opposite end. We needed space. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Kelsey, who lived in our suite freshman year, lived with us. Yeah. And then we had our roommate, Shandell. The, off the, the, the best one that should have stayed. We still don't like that you left. <laughs> I feel like that was like a really good year. It was. No one, everyone got along. Yeah. No one took over each other's space. Like, mm-hmm. even if we annoyed each other, it was nothing We went grocery serious. shopping together. Right. We took turn buying bread and milk. That's what I'm like, saying. We would make dinner. We would have Sunday dinner. Like, it was a We very, would watch award shows together. That's what I'm saying. It was an actually ideal roommate situation. Yeah. And then we were also at the radio station. Yeah. Um, yep. We had our show. We were working. And what year was The Roach? Was that sophomore year? I probably, feel like it was. Probably. We were at a radio station one night recording our show. Actually, no. That was freshman year. Was it? Because both Kelsey's were there. Oh. Well, I was telling the story because it was funny. We were at <laughs> a radio station recording. And... Kelsey was eating nachos, and there was this giant roach. I mean, the biggest roach I you know, have ever seen another in my life. Interesting thing is that you know some schools just have old buildings, and that was an old one. <laughs> and so you know, roaches come and go. So that was a huge one. All um, right, this was when Austin Grill was still in the MLK. I love the grill, y'all. I miss it. And so Kelsey had gotten nachos. And we went to the radio station to do our show, like, you know, like we always did, new, normal routine. But, you know, our little was, friend, Henry the Roach. He popped up. Popped up. And Sydney did some ninja style. <laughs> bitch, get, kick the nachos like it was confetti. I, I saw flying nachos all over the studio. <laughs> then she hops up on the couch. Kelsey hops up on the chair. I ran out and closed the door and locked them inside with the roach. <laughs> like, that was, she was not loyal in that moment. Look, I ran out, shut the door, and I was looking at them through the window, screaming, trying to kill the roach. And the thing is, we did Ustreams at that time. We did Ustreams. Can I tell you how we didn't Ustream that? To right, the day, one show we didn't Ustream. I'm sick that we didn't Ustream because, like, it may not sound funny, but if y'all could just seen that happen and us, like, screaming and yelling over a roach hilarious yeah so we'll fast forward to sophomore year now was that the valentine's day or was that junior year valentine's day was junior year because i didn't tell that story but um <laughs> so i feel like sophomore year was fine i feel like i had more fun i think the funnest years were junior and senior sophomore year yeah. I don't, that feels like sophomore a year was like very chill i think it was just a very kumbaya year yeah, I, we all got along. I can't think of anything crazy that happened sophomore year we were no. just happy but i'm gonna say some first of all i loved since we don't have really no sophomore year we're just gonna talk about some favorite hbcus that moments i love fried chicken thursday yeah. soul food thursday mm-hmm. calf is packed yeah every hbcu has their own mm-hmm. soul food night yep. And I think the key is to get there a little early to claim your spot. Yeah, I would go straight, like, because I would get out of class at, like, six something. I would just go straight to the cafe. Get your spot. <laughs> so it's prime time. Because dinner then wasn't started until 7.30 or 7? No, dinner started, like, 4.30 um, or something. Maybe, I don't know. You got to get a prime spot so you can watch the people <laughs> and get the fresh chicken. You don't right. want the old, like, crusty chicken and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and then... We used to love your flex dollars. That was yeah. late night. But the thing is, it's like, especially freshman year, sophomore year, we didn't, I didn't spend mine like that. No. So I feel like at the end of each semester, I was buying like eight, ten meals in a setting to try to spend that money before it left. Yeah, because like, we're the people that like actually used our meal plan. Right. And didn't use our flex dollars. So I didn't, I would like buy people food at the end of every school year. Like the end of the school year, I would have like $80. And then like, like, how you have so much flex? Junior and sophomore year, the way I got out of that was I would buy waters. Like I would get two waters a day with my flex. 
next. Yeah, once they started switching the meal plans where you didn't necessarily have to get a meal. Yeah. It started to collect better. Yeah. But moving to June, yeah, I want to tell a story about Valentine's Day. And it, and so... It was my first time being really intoxicated. So Valentine's Day, <laughs> it was like a radio station. The guys... Cooked of for the, the station girls. cooked for the girls. Yeah, so really shout nice out to you event. guys. Yeah. Breeze, Peter, Black was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made dinner for us. That was cool. Sydney drank a lot. So um, I'm going to tell you guys why I drink a lot. So um, I think me, because Breeze and Black were of age at that point. Yes. Okay. And so me, Breeze, and Black, we like went to get the liquor before they started cooking. Yes, we know we were underage, you know, whatever. You can't do anything to us now. But, <laughs> um, so they bought bottles, and I was like, you know, I think I wanted just a bottle to myself. And so I got a bottle of Ciroc, and I didn't even put it in the kitchen, I put it in my room. So, Shame. like, I'll just keep going back to my room and just drinking it straight. So they didn't even know what I was going to my room for until I was done. And by the way, a bottle of Ciroc is 17 shots. And she drank the I whole I drank the whole thing by myself. And then, like, just brought out the empty bottle. And it was like, where did that come from? And I felt like she turned into, like, the Tasmanian devil. I, the last thing I remember she, was sitting the bottle down. I don't remember She though. was, like, on another level of just foolish. I mean, we was like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> to the point, it was one, and, and, and here comes the biggie. She's, like, chasing Peter around mm-hmm. the apartment. And she like runs down the hall, and then we all hear this like boom. And Peter's like, oh shish. Like, it's like, you okay? You okay? So we all like run. This girl has ran full speed into the door and knocked herself out. It <laughs> is spread out on the floor. We're like, Sydney, Sydney, you good? Do you know this hooker wakes up and just laughs? <laughs> Just w- and if you've heard Sydney laugh, it's very distinctive. <laughs> Not my horse laugh. Go back to some of the old episodes. It's, and you'll hear my it's laugh. very distinctive. Bob. <laughs> she just wakes up and laughs like a psychopath. And at that <laughs> moment, I was officially done with her. And then the next morning, when I'm ready to read her for filth, she don't even remember that. No, I didn't she remember. Don't even it. remember. The, literally, the last thing I remember was sitting the empty bottle on the table. I mean, I guess you. But I know I felt like I came back from an apocalypse the next morning. I mean, I feel like everyone has those moments. I think mine was my 21st birthday when I was That was the next week. I was was face down in the rug. Yeah, so like this was the Valentine's (laughs) Day right before we both turned 21. It was literally one month before my birthday and maybe five days before before Shanae's birthday. So, I mean, technically we were almost leaving. So my birthday, a lot was going on. We forgot one part of Valentine's Day. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, let me So okay, let's is, go back. Just, so when I woke up the next morning, I felt terrible. I felt like trash, you know, whatever. And so we start cleaning the apartment. But Shanae, you know, we hungry at this point again. And so Shanae wanted to eat breakfast. And so she went in the freezer to get her waffles. Let me take over. <laughs> I open the freezer and my waffle box. I like eggle waffles come out. And I pick it up and it's empty. Somebody Ate my waffles. And you know the little paper that comes in the egg of waffles? Roll the paper bag back up like waffles was in it. <laughs> put it in a box and put it in the freezer. I am so disrespected. Who do you, who does that? And let me tell you something. I don't just... I don't play around with food, alright? And it's I'm a, poor. But I launched a full investigation. I mean, I posted on social media. We made like a, a wanted A flyer. wanted poster. Who's the <laughs> waffle thief? I interviewed everyone who was in and out of that apartment that last 24 hours, including our new roommate who none of us liked. Yeah. Shout out to you, girl. I'm sure you're not listening. You're not. And that's okay. <laughs> um, and she gave me attitude. But at the time, she was my prime suspect. <laughs> She we all thought it was her. Because, like, okay, so she we didn't, didn't like, like us. her. Not only did we not, it, like, it wasn't Caddy reason that we didn't like her. Like, the first strike was when she moved in. She didn't even speak She was rude. Her father had to even tell us what her name was. She was rude. And so the then whole she time. moved in, and, like, it was obvious that we had all been living there for a full year before. And then she just started moving our stuff around. Even though we gave her space. Like, we're not rude people, y'all. Right. For the record, like, we cleared shelves. We were not, yeah. We tried to welcome her. She just wasn't happy. It. So she was my prime suspect. I was like, I don't like you. You don't like me. You ate my waffles. Right. We come to find out that one of the people that cooked for us from the radio station 
He did it thinking it was someone else's. He thought it was Kelsey's waffles and not mine. So he was trying to piss her off. <laughs> and I just got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> I was pissed. Long story short, he gave me $10. So that, that, that was enough for a one box of waffles plus some syrup and some other stuff. Right. That was so petty though. How you just take some... It had a nerve. It was just so up. funny because like he didn't like roll it up flat. He like... Like put, put air, air in the bag in. and rolled it up like it like literally like waffles, waffles were still in inside. That is annoying. <laughs> and I'm a, I want to tell another Valentine's Day story. That was a bad one. That I think that was sophomore year. So we had our show. We was doing a Valentine's Day show. At the time, my shorty. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I know. My shorty. I like say I like the way I said it. He goes to another school out of state. We're in two different states. I wasn't going to see him. It was what it was. But before the show, I'm on Facebook and I see a picture of him with a girl and some caption like, oh, happy Valentine's Day. I'm living. Who who was this hoe? And she probably not one, but I was irritated. What's the deal? I was living. We didn't even do a show that night. I was. Yeah, it was so bad that like we were in the radio station. But I she couldn't, couldn't do it. get past it. And we were like, guys, you just want to skip the show tonight? I, I was so upset. I was like, and let me tell you something. I was just mad. So then, it was, didn't you talk to him? Because I was too mad. I think so, probably. Yeah, we're all mutual friends. Long story. <laughs> we'll talk about my life later. But, um, and it was like, it was a group setting. It wasn't like that. My thing was like, then why wasn't it a group pick? Why was it a pic of just y'all two? I ain't even seen nobody in the background. You see how when you talk about things, I, you would think this happened to me yesterday. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm kind of irritated. Oh, Lord, no. We not doing this. <laughs> you have to like, think about a situation and you get mad all over again. I'm a little annoyed because I just feel like I didn't see nobody in the background. I didn't see... like. You know, and it was a group shot. Well, you did a great job cropping everybody out. That's all I'm going to say. But I think some other highlights from junior year is that we were finally, like, legal. And so, we started drinking a lot more. And we go to the casino a lot. Go to the casino. Go to Bubba's. Go to Friday's. Like, we lived at those places. I knew the bartenders. And I think, and then we had our cars and stuff, so we was, like, moving. We was in Philly, we yeah. was in Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I stayed at school that summer, so, yeah. It was, we were on the move at that point. I want to, I just feel like college was really fun, and I feel like, um, I think it was, you get a different flavor when you go to HBCU. Yeah, so, we're gonna, and, like, we're not down talking PWIs. We're just sharing our experience for HBCU and why it was special to us. And I think so. I didn't apply to any HBCUs except Dell State because in high school I really didn't see the value in going to HBCU. Um, I didn't want to go to school in Maryland because all my life I've been known as my brother's little sister. So I'm like, let's just avoid Maryland altogether. And so I applied to like eleven schools. But when I visited Dell State, it was like this family feeling. And I didn't realize until later that that was the feeling of HBCU. And, like, mm-hmm. that was the real reason why I chose Dell State is because it, like, they really welcomed you. They cared for you. You really felt like you had a family. Like, our advisor for the radio station, she would buy us rotisserie chicken for dinner. Like, who's... Professor she is doing that. She would, and she wasn't even my professor. Right. But she would cook for us and like make sure we was good. Right. And so, something. and we would talk to her about everything. She was like That's our school is. mom. Yeah. And so it was like, you're not going to find that in many other places. And so I think that was one of the biggest things that like, especially about Del State, but about HBCUs in general. <laughs> As to, like, why I always will love HBCU. So, I was different. I always wanted to go to HBCU. Mm-hmm. I never didn't, like, that was my plan, period. Right. My grandfather went to Morgan. My father went to Morgan. Um, Was going to Morgan at the time I was entering college. And I didn't want to go to Morgan, but I wanted to go to HBCU. Specifically, I wanted to go to Howard. That was my dream. Right. And I got in, but... They hiked up their tuition. They don't get too many scholarships. (laughs) And unfortunately, to be honest, I'm not poor enough to get that much financial aid. It's like I I I can't punish my mother, but we just she made she she got too much. Thank you, Lord. She blessed. But 
So when I went to Dusty, I did like the feel. And that was the other thing. When I went to Howard, very snooty. And I'm snooty, but it was too snooty, if that makes any sense. It was sense. a new level. Of I was snooty. like, oh, they did a little bit too much for me. When I went to Dust State, I liked their vibe. I liked the the feeling I felt. My department was small and I liked that. And so for me, I enjoyed the small classes. Cause like then when you get into your major, they're like 10. For me, it was like 10 to 15 students. I really like that because, one, you have a lot of time to really dive deep into topics. But you really have a great relationship with your professors. Yeah. And oftentimes, there are people in the industry that can give you connections. Right, And right, my right. advisor professor, Dr. Mayo, love her, still chat with her. She was, like, amazing. And then... When I got to the end, and, she, and they'll call you out. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're a good student and, and they see you slipping. Like, she would call me to her office. And I remember senior year of college, she gave me, like, I always call it the Papa Pope speech. <laughs> that, like, he gave Olivia. And I used to think, you're crazy. That's not the truth. But knowing what I know now, she was right. So, she was telling me. She was like, you know, you're smart and you're great. And you're, like, one of the top in the department. <laughs> Ah, okay. Oh my god. But she was like, that's not gonna be enough for when you leave. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you know, the world is different mm-hmm. and you're smart, but you won't it won't be enough. Mm-hmm. And and she spoke about it. I am a black woman entering a corporate world and these are things you need to know. And while I kind of dismissed them, I I did listen, but I was able to use them now, where it's like, I do believe sometimes the deck is against us a little bit more Mm -hmm. in the corporate setting. You have to be on top of your game and certain mistakes other races can make. You can, and I've seen it and I believe it. And I think sometimes, because when it comes down to this HBCU PWI debate, they're like, y'all not in realistic settings. PWI is realistic settings. You're right. Granted, but, but life isn't realistic for any black no, person. But, but I'm going to say this, though, because at the end of the day, you're right. PWI is probably more of how the world is right. with diversity. But HBCUs, especially the professors I have, are preparing you for that. They, they make it clear that as... this is not the environment. You're not going to be in this black, we hold each other down environment. Right. My professors made that very clear, even professors that weren't black. And I think... I think it's especially important for some people to have that kind of buffer before the real world after high school. Because, I mean, you do need that catering sometimes specifically to us as black people because they will understand us a little bit more, understand what we need a little bit more. But also, especially for people who are first generation college, Mm -hmm. like I think Sid and I are blessed to... That education was a part of our lives through family members. So it wasn't... Right. For us going to college, it wasn't a big deal. It's right. like you was going anyway. For right. some, it was a major accomplishment. Right. And they may not be used to seeing a lot of educated African Americans. So I feel like HBCU is another reason to say, there, there are a lot of you. There, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you don't have to be your circumstances. You know what I mean? Like, depending on your lifestyle, yeah. I think HBCUs provides a level of comfort that I just do not see a PWI provide to the students because they don't care to. That's not a part of their foundation. Right. And I know another thing for me, because, like, I know in high school, like, I always wanted to go natural. As Shanae has said before, I'm kind of, like, a Mother Earth kind of person. But, like, I never, like, had the balls to do it. And I think I finally did it junior year. And at first, I, like, had an identity crisis. I put, like, kinky twists in my hair right away. It was like, "Mm mm-mm, can't do this. But what was good for me is that there were other natural hair people at Del State that you know they would be like oh try this even our school mother she bought me hair products like you're not gonna find that at any other like seriously what professor gonna buy you hair products she bought me she bought I said buy she bought me Miss Jessie's you know that's not cheap you're so, so annoying she did she bought me Miss Jessie's so I think that was also another thing that helped me kind of I would say love myself for who I am. Get through the the beginning stages, the beginning of, of stages of being, oh yeah, of being natural and all that kind of thing. And I would know I would not have found that anywhere else. Like we even have an organization for natural hair girls called Curls and Coils. Like you're not gonna find that anywhere else. And I feel like, and to be clear, like I just think college is a great experience. So mm-hmm. you have to find. The experience that's best for you. Right. And I also feel like I'm not ragging a PWI because I haven't been. That's when I get upset. And well, afraid. I have, but. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. So right. I'm, but I'm saying sometimes the people 
who would be on Twitter going back and forth. It's like, you've never even been to an HBCU. So you can't, my thing is don't speak on something you haven't experienced. Now, if someone has been to both, then I'm like, you have a, you can spot out clear differences. So right. go ahead and speak. Right. But I'm seeing people say just such to me, ignorant statements like you haven't been to an HBCU. I mean, and to be clear, just cause you went to a homecoming and yes, ours is better than y'all's. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> it is better. Um, that doesn't mean you know us or you know the school. And I do think there is a different experience from being black at a PWI. You have your own experience and it's not any greater or less than what you have at HBCU. That's not what we're saying. We understand that you all will still go through struggles. You all will still have those family moments with one another. I completely understand And even understand certain professors. That. You may have bonds. With, right. I mean, it's possible at any school you go to. Right. I completely understand that. So I think that the experience is going to be special whether you're black at a PWI or if you go to an HBCU. And so I think like the argument of saying which one is better or why would you want to go to a PWI when they don't cater to you? Look, if you get that scholarship at a PWI, you better go. Exactly. So <laughs> right. if, and if the program is what you're looking for, go you on. should go. Right. I'm just saying there's a certain just I there's don't know, a certain thing for us about going to an HBCU like, that we I love. Feel like, like, this is small, but like when swag surf comes on, you know you what just, you did. You're just not gonna get that at. And I'm trying to think, what's a, I'm not even going to do no We're not going to name school, no. But I'm going to just say, like, there's just something about literally a massive, like, just, you just don't get that, okay? Just right. that vibe that, yeah. like, the dancing and the music, or just, like, the plots, like, yeah. that is fun. It's just, I feel like that's a vibe that I see with HBCUs. And now I really wonder, what do you do at a PWI if you're not on the plots? They don't During sometimes homecoming. They don't even, they don't I think they tailgate. Okay. And I think well, that's yeah. their version of yeah. the plot. Okay, you're right. They tailgate. Okay. Um that's what I see. Yeah. Okay. I was just I just that just dawned on me. I'm like, well, what do you do? Like <laughs> tailgate. Okay, gotcha. But I do <laughs> want to say something. What I don't like is when PWI rag HBCUs, mm-hmm. but because a handful of black people go out. They'll go, oh, and I've seen this. And I'm going to name drop on this one. Charleston is an HBCU. I've seen Temple is an HBCU. No, the hell is not. And it's funny because y'all want to rag us and say, y'all not going to get good jobs. Y'all school is not as popping as mine. Mm-hmm. Because y'all have a good party, now y'all want to call it HBCU. I've seen that, and it's annoying. Well, I think I didn't think that was the reason. I think the reason oh. that they do that sometimes is like if they have a large percentage of black students. But it's not, though. To, I know it's not, but I'm saying I think that's the reason why they say that. No. <laughs> it's not an HBCU. Yeah, I mean, I'm agreeing You're with still you. The minority, your classes, whatever your school could be twenty thousand, y'all three, whatever. You're still the minority. I just want that clear. I don't think it's fair. You don't have the history or the foundation to say that. You can't rag us one minute and then call yourself that the next. I think ultimately that sounds the point like I'm white making. people. What? Sorry, I'm gonna sip my tea. Whoops! <laughs> I realized that we also missed one very large part of our freshman year. And please don't go look this up. But we had a rap battle. Oh, gosh. Um, And it went on for months, I would like to say. Maybe at least two months. We took pictures. like We, we did music videos. Oh, it I'm was. I'm so embarrassed, but it's so funny. But, yeah, we had a rap battle maybe, between. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll post, like, a small, and I mean, like, five-second snippet on the site. Because I, I don't even want to put that out there like that. Like, I, we even looked rough. Jesus. Oh, my God. But we had a rap battle, and, like, we would, like, seriously write our lyrics. Everybody would have their part. We would record the video. We, we would drop it online. Yeah, like, we would even tease it, like, oh, coming soon, blah, blah, blah. Like, we were really into it, guys. That's a random memory. But it was, that was another, like, moment where we all came together, and it was really that good. Was, and I feel like we won. Some people don't we did see win. that. Um, I'm gonna make that clear. We won, and no, we're not starting up back. Just, let's be clear, we ain't starting nothing up. But we won. But we won. Okay. So on to senior year. Senior year, we had a lot it was a blur. going on. That was a blur. I had three jobs and was trying to finish two degrees. I had you two. Had two and jobs. I had a full class schedule. I had six right. classes. Right. So. Senior year, though we still squeezed in our fun, it was like pedal to the metal. But I think that was most of us, because like at a certain point, it was like you go into this, nah, I don't feel like it. It was like 
I've had my fun. I'm ready to leave. Right. Like people would, I just want to leave. Right. Like I was so not over it, but it was like, I'm ready to go. I've had my fun. It's time to go. And like when the last day of class of senior year, was the like one of the highlights the best I mean I it was bittersweet for me. It was, but it was like, woo, I'm done. Hopefully I passed. It was I was crossing my fingers on like one class and I did. It was the best. And it was very bittersweet to me because I remember I like left and like came back two days later because I was really was not ready to go. And my parents were like, You just moved back home. Like, I need to go back. I miss my friends. And like, was, I went back two days later and I still stayed in our dorm room because the keys still worked. I did. <laughs> I left. But I feel like the last day of classes, our friend Crystal had a party. Oh, yeah. And that party Another was- drunk moment. But this Girl. was like a different drunk. This, this was, was like, like drunk and sad. It was like four years crying. of emotion. Yeah. It was so much fun. I remember I was under the table crying. I, was, I think I was in the closet. Then he got like stuck in the closet. It was like <laughs> really some really weird stuff. Yeah. And I feel like we all have those stories. Like we used to do like detective services yes. for people. Mm-hmm. Like we, we was be... looking for the hoes on the fifth floors. <laughs> we would. And, and that and then it, and it's like and you can tell like on campus in the morning those late night trips <laughs> where someone is going back to their dorm, they they may or may not have their gym party dress on for uh-uh. the night before. I just feel like if you... And sometimes you don't know. But I'm someone who likes to be prepared. Be prepared for that if Pack you know. I'm just saying. Bring some Pick, Bring some leggings so it don't look so hot when you walking back. Like, mm, we know what... And you can't make assumptions. They was doing the slut walk. They started it. <laughs> but it's like, you can tell us like, okay. I feel like... Just be prepared. No one, no, no one had nobody judging you. It could look like you came from the gym or the cab. No one has to know you was coming from Cromwell. <laughs> or what was the other one? Um, Evans. Evers. Evers. Yeah. I didn't really. I didn't really go in Evers. I was. In, I. I was very good. I'm not even gonna get into this. <laughs> I feel like I was chill. Mm-hmm. I had some moments. <laughs> But for the most part, I was chill. But I still, in a way, I feel like, you know, when people talk about college and they talk about, like, all the crazy things we did, sometimes I'd be like, man, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. We were really chill. We were like, wholesome. people's stories. Like, we had fun. Don't get me wrong. But it, but was, it was, like, like, a lot of wholesome fun. It like, wasn't, like, nothing. We had, like, the Truth or Dare apps on our phones. But, like. We we we. We're about porn night. That was kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> so we used to have porn night and just stop the judgment. Let me explain. <laughs> First of all, it was a group of people, boys and girls, and we would watch porn. Weirdos. It was very weird. <laughs> but it was funny because I think everyone has seen porn. And sometimes it's not like. It don't get you high. It's like kind of weird. So it's kind of like you knew that we, it weird. was like our first time, like really, really watching it. Because people be like, "Why her nail broken?" Or like pointing out because that, that would be me. I'm pointing out like <laughs> stuff that doesn't matter. I'm like, her toes don't match her fingernails. Like I'm looking at stuff that don't. But yeah, that was kind of weird. And we was involved. Another homecoming. What about the shootout? Oh yeah, that but was, that wasn't really. I, I wouldn't. I did wasn't gonna say that because that's not really school specific. Because that was like everybody was, was at that party. But it was just our memory. Because like, granted, we didn't. I feel like we didn't do too much. But every now and then, a story we was we was always in stuff that didn't have nothing to do with us. Right. But we just happened to be there. Yeah. Because like, yeah, that wasn't even like a Dell State party. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with us, but it was. <laughs> Around homecoming, yeah. and it's just a vivid memory. You ever, when you go through something, it's some stories that are not funny, right? But now you can laugh, look back, and think it was that funny. wasn't funny at the so time. So, like, okay, this is what happened, we and we were scared, but it's really funny now. We were in this club, and we were actually sitting outside, and it was like a shack, by the way. And I had to use the bathroom because we were about to leave, I had to use the bathroom, so I went inside, and while in the bathroom, I just hear like boom, boom, boom. So, I'm if anything, I'm just thinking. Like, someone fell into the wall. Like, I didn't know what happened. Next thing I know, the bathroom door swings open. Like, thank God I was done. But our friend was coming to get me because people were fighting. So, I mean, regardless if I wasn't done, thank him for grabbing me. But I have 
I'm going to say the pre-story. Because okay. when she went to the bathroom, we were by the cars. Yeah. And people were arguing. Yeah. And the guy, his car was right next to me. Got him. He was in his car. He was like, you know what? F this. I'm done with this. And pulls out a gun. Right. I was and in the bathroom this whole time. Brittany so I didn't know any of this. was like right next to him. And Breeze, DJ Breeze, he's a great DJ. Shout out to him. Was like, yo, yo, chill. Like, don't do this. He said, yo, get your people and get the F out. So at that the point. The guy with the gun. The guy with the gun. He gave us a pre-warning. So at that point, I'm in my car. And I'm like, get in your car. And Breeze is like, yo, get in the car. Get in the car. Like, he's yelling this at all after, of us. So like, and this is like, this now is we got to she's after. in the bathroom, yeah. right? He's like, get in the car. And we're like, but Sydney's still in there. Sydney's still in there. He was like, all right, get it, get ready. So he runs in to go get her. We're nervous. Right. I mean, and he got her, and by the time we're pulling off, we hear like the pop pop. He's just—he didn't even shoot anybody. He just shot in the air. Right. <laughs> so like, no one got harmed, but in the moment, that was so scary. And then I so like, like the, the parking lot was like it wasn't a parking lot. We it was parked a on grass. So like, getting out of there, trying to get out fast was difficult, <laughs> and not hit a car. And then like people running on the So then we start fields. driving, and like we're in Dover, and it's like. <laughs> Back roads with cornfields and grain and I mean, everything, so it's dark. So we're driving like speeding, and it's like people running across the street. So now, not only I'm not trying to hit parked cars, but now I'm not trying to hit people. Like it was just like during the time that was scary because it was like you didn't know what he was about to do. Yeah, and then my one of my friends was he with was, the DJ yeah, and was, was still, still inside, in and I didn't know what happened to him. So they like, let's go to the diner to get food. I ain't even had no appetite. I just sat there and watched him eat. I'm like, I ain't hungry. You know what's funny? Because even I'm at over that, this. Even I was at, crying. I calling him. He's like, I'm fine. Like, even with at the that driest voice. When we was in the diner, we was laughing about it. I was Sydney like, was this not ain't moved. funny. I am eating my bacon going. That was funny. That was fun. And I'm <laughs> sitting there with water like, that was not funny at all. It, it kinda, I'm not amused. It kind of was. And we had so many stakeouts. I feel like, once again, we helped people. We weren't in the mess. <laughs> we, we didn't create any mess. Like, we helped people. We've, we've done <laughs> numerous stakeouts. We've done some traveling, visit some spooky jails. Yeah, there's this one jail in Dover. You know, if you ever need to go to the 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 police, like Don't drive go to, to that them, one. be careful about which one you drive to. Because like, we went to one and... They were like it was closed. dark. I guess it was closed, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if it's still operating. I don't know. I just don't know. But like, so we sent we sent Shanae up to the door. Girl. <laughs> and she like pushes on the door and, and like, it just like opens, opens like wide. a scary movie by itself. And like eh, and like, but it's dark inside. Pitch black. And so she just starts running on Jack. And said, Leave, leave, leave. <laughs> and she's like, You didn't shut the door. I don't care. <laughs> I was so To this spooked. day, I don't know if that's a police station that's still operating <laughs> like it's like wouldn't the door be locked i don't know i want to go was, back during the daytime to see what's going on with that, that was place. so creepy yeah. like we have stories like that we we definitely They're random yeah we definitely weren't scandalous in college i feel like we had pre-scandal moments like it wasn't it wasn't bad enough for us to be called scandalous right like and like what I also noticed after college when I would go to like some college events with other people not for HBCUs they would have like beer pong never played beer pong before yeah. uh, they would be like smoking doing all this stuff I never did any of that never popped no pill like yeah. never did they would have had experienced orgies never did that like so I'm sure there are experiences that I feel like we didn't have because we had a calm <laughs> like we had innocent fun that was like sometimes crazy but i do feel like we didn't have the full monty <laughs> I, mean, I know some of my friends in college have done a lot worse yeah but i just feel like that that just wasn't us there's yeah. nothing wrong with it yeah. it was good for me i feel we like we were good girls that just behave badly sometimes like we're not bad girls like no i think we're, not, <laughs> I think we're more scandalous now to be honest yeah no, probably <laughs> Because it's like, I'm, even now, I'm still like, oh, you did that in college? Well, yeah, I didn't get that out the way yet, so. I didn't do it either. I'll be like, you did what? I still got some stuff to do. It's like. I'll be like, what? <laughs> like, and then the other thing is, most HBCUs are like, 
dry campuses. Yeah. So it's very, it would be hard to do the liquor thing. Yeah. And sometimes some of the larger schools, they're they're not like that. So yeah. you can't have alcohol. Because you can't really control it because they have open campuses. Right, or, right. So yeah. it's like for us, and it would be like, does you have like a turn up in your room, Ville Courtyard. You Before hear, you went to the event. Like you would hear that. And no, it was a police stop. No, it was probably like. <laughs> and you just knew whatever you was doing, hide the liquor, get rid of the evidence. Cause yep. You just know who was at the door. Yep. We've had plenty of those moments. And the <laughs> funny thing is, it's like your condition. You hear that police knock. You just know, stop up. what you're doing and hide what you got. Like <laughs> you, you putting the bottles in the dishwasher under the sink. Under the sink. You putting cups, under the couch. Right. You putting cups under your bed. You hiding shot glasses. And the worst part about it is when it's not an RA and you did all that. You like. Man, Man. <laughs> I done poured out cups for nothing. <laughs> and that has happened way too many times. It would be like, boo, 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 boo. And everyone's like, all right, get it, get it, all right, cool. And then it's like, why did you do that? <laughs> like, why did you do that? No one had to do any of that. Right. But it was like, that was just something you had to do. Like, yeah. don't get caught. Basically. Because yeah. you, you would get a trouble. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much all of our college experiences. This. Yeah. It's some more stories, but we ain't gonna bore y'all too much. Yeah, we I think we've shared a lot. But we kinda wanted to just because of homecoming, we wanted to do nostalgia. Uh yeah, a non traditional kind of show topic. Tell you guys some of our experiences from college. Feel more than welcome to share with us. Also feel free to answer the would you rather question. Um, and I think And we're also on Google Play now. So oh yes. New updates. So you can now find us on iTunes. SoundCloud and Google Play. So we're just trying to make sure that we're on all platforms to make it easier for you to listen. Remember to subscribe to the blog, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com, because we post blogs throughout the week. Um, and I think, oh, follow us on Instagram, goodgirlsbehavingbadly. Follow our personal Instagrams, I'm Tale of Two Cities. Shanae is Patrice Knows. Um, and so just make sure that you're staying updated and staying in tune with us. We'll be back to our regular kind of format next week. And thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Talk to you next week.